Colin Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Friday, October the 29th of 2021. We're getting set for Halloween weekend. A little scary outside with rain and wind. And yeah, it's, it's cold, too. Uh, it's weird, right? <laughs> so I was walking into work this morning, and there was uh, the sound of wind kind of moving and rain falling and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm a little bit creeped out by this place right now. Uh, well, it doesn't have to be Halloween for us to be creeped out. Yeah. <laughs> we celebrate every day here. <laughs> so we'll celebrate Halloween as we go throughout the show this morning. Today is also World Stroke Day. It's a way to emphasize the serious nature and the high risk of stroke. So we want to mm-hmm. make sure that we uh, create awareness for that. It's also National Oatmeal Day. Hmm. Mm. I have it. I buy the big old quick oats, but it's just because it's like a... You know, good carbs. I like the ones that have packets with different flavors. And then you, you get a packet. You don't know what flavor you're getting. It's, it's like you just surprise yourself. Oatmeal roulette. Yeah. One thing I don't know if you know about me is I like my oatmeal lumpy. I'm Do sick you? with that. I'm straight uh-huh. gangsta Mac. Sometimes I get ridiculous. Uh-huh. I eat up all your catfish and your licorice. Is that yeah. it? I don't think it's catfish. Yes. Nice. Uh, let's see. It's also National Hermit Day, which... If I didn't have this job, (laughs) that's what I would be. Uh, Frankenstein Friday. There's so many different things we can celebrate today. Also, today's a big day. It's National Internet Day. Oh, yeah. So I think about the primitive days of no internet, and then I think about the first person in our neighborhood who had the internet, and it was like people would stop by the house to see it. Yeah. yeah. I remember sitting in my house in Wynn, Arkansas, and and getting the dial up, and you have to wait. You would have to You hear that sound where you, you wait for that. I don't know. I can't do this. It's the modem, yeah. 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 And I I remember every, I remember where I sat and I'd sit there and I'd look at my my desktop computer and I'd wait for that thing to pop up and tell me that I was online. Oh, yeah. And it took forever. Our kids would die. Yeah. And because you had to pick if you were going to have the phones open or the internet. And at that point, if like somebody called or if somebody picked uh-huh. up the phone, it could disconnect yep. you. It's pretty crazy. But like the first people in our neighborhood in Plano, Texas, who had the Internet uh, was a family called the Maharaj family. Uh, and they always had like the cool technology stuff. So all of us went over there. And I remember uh, his mother showing us how to use the Internet and like the chat boards, because at that point it was very much. I mean, you could go and search for a website, but there were like chat boards and like you could go to this topic and uh-huh. It was really weird. And we used to get all those AOL America Online mm-hmm. discs in the mail. Like, hey, you have five free hours of AOL. And guess what? What? It never really worked out. No, because they used to time <laughs> us. Can you imagine if yes. kids had the time? And I know some people can set a timer on their on their internet, but we don't. But can you imagine? Oh, my gosh, we only have 10 minutes left in our internet package. Mm-mm. Like there was no such thing as streaming. So there's a lot we can celebrate with the internet, both the good and the bad. But for me, I think for the most part, you know. It's pretty good. Yeah. Can't imagine having a house without the internet. Yeah, so. no. Anyway, celebrate the internet and uh, the happiness that we have for that today as well. Welcome to Friday, y'all. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1995 and David Lee Murphy had the number one song in country music on this day. It might be a little dust on the bottom. Oh, yeah. But don't let it fool about what's inside There might be A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things That gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing As I pulled up the driveway My heart was racing As you climbed inside You stayed over there close As we drove down to the lake road the sun fading that big red sky. Let's do this. I reached under the front seat and said, Now here's something special. special. It's just been waiting for a night like tonight. Come on. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. There might be a little dust on the bottom, but it's one of those times. Twenty-six years ago today, David Lee Murphy had the number one song in country music. With this one, a little dust on the bottom. Even at modern day country shows, this comes on before the concert and the place goes crazy. You're still with me 
This as a bumper sticker on the car. <laughs> You're my age. <laughs> it's David Lee Murphy. Dust on the bottle. Number one on this day in 1995. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Friday morning is here. It's October the 29th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. All right, gotcha gossip today on your favorite friends, including Chandler Bing, Matthew Perry. He's writing a book. Get ready for the memoir. Your month. We'll even your year, but I'll be there for you. All right, so the story is out now that Matthew Perry has signed a deal to write a book, a memoir, and they're saying it's going to be a seven-figure deal for him to tell his story. So the story they want him to tell is, you know, what it was like to be on the set, what it was like to be famous from Friends, and they also want to find out more about uh, his issues with addiction which is pretty wild, well-documented that he's had those problems. Uh, there's actually a different point where Chandler Bing, Matthew Perry, went to rehab in 97 and in 2001. And he says, like, from season three to season six, he really doesn't remember that. He was out of it that bad uh, during those times. So Matthew Perry, the memoir, coming soon. It's a seven-figure deal from one of your favorite friends. Gotcha gossip today on Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik. Baby, you light up my All right, so Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik, they're allegedly over. The news came out yesterday after Gigi's mom, Yolanda Hadid, who's one of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, accused Zayn of hitting her, and she threatened to file a police report. Well, Zayn did make a statement denying that he struck Yolanda and asked for the sake of his daughter, hey, I'm not going to give any details, and he hopes that she would reconsider the false allegations and they could move on towards healing the family in a private way. Sure. Well, it's not going to be private because we've learned this morning that um, it is going to be a public Public matter because we now know Zane was charged with four criminal offenses of harassment, and court officials are saying that he has pled no contest. Oh, wow. So he was charged. Um, according to the document, Zane was at Gigi and Zane's uh, Pennsylvania home about a month ago. They got into a really intense bad argument. He allegedly called Yolanda some bad names, told her to stay away from his daughter. Then Zane allegedly shoved Gigi's mom Yolanda into a dresser. Oh my gosh! Now she's saying uh, Zane is denying any physical contact, but she's saying that he did. So there's a whole lot of drama going on there. A family friend of the Hadid said that Zayn and Gigi are not together right now, that they're, that they are trying to parent. They're trying to co-parent, but Yolanda of course is protective of her daughter Mm -hmm. and she wants the best for her daughter and grandchild. So um, she's pretty upset. So Gigi and Zayn's daughter is just a year old, but it looks like Gigi Hadid and Zayn Malik might be over. Mm, That's a terrible story right there. All right. Gotcha gossip today on Olivia Rodrigo. So Olivia Rodrigo has the most nominations for the American Music Awards. The nominees were announced yesterday, and Olivia Rodrigo is nominated for her first time ever and also has the most nominations with seven. Uh, Following her with the most nominations, uh, The Weeknd has six, and it's Bad Bunny, Doja Cat, and Gibeon who have five nominations. So the big category, they typically, you know, will be like, okay, who's the artist of the year? And again, this is for the American Music Awards. Uh, the people up for it this year include Ariana Grande. 
BTS, could they be artist of the year? Drake's in the running this year. We mentioned Olivia Rodrigo. She could be artist of the year. The other two, Taylor Swift. And The Weeknd. So if you had to pick, Artist of the Year for the AMAs, Ariana, BTS, Drake, Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, or The Weeknd, who do you pick? I'm going to pick Olivia Rodrigo with maybe a close BTS. Yeah. I mean, it seems like to me that's probably where it goes, but it's up to the fans. It's the American Music Awards. They're going to air on Sunday, November the 21st on ABC. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Sometimes there's stories that just make you feel good. Ah, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. With Brandon Baxter in the morning. I got a guy named Jerry Knott. He lives in Canada. He bought a lottery ticket at a store. It's called the Lotto Max. He bought this back in August and he put the lottery ticket back with his bank cards and stuff as he was leaving the convenience store and he just forgot about it. He didn't remember he had it. Mm-hmm. And he was going through his wallet one day, and he's like, oh, I forgot about this card. He goes to the store. Hey, can you guys run this and see if I want anything on it? And he said the retailer at the store looked at him like, oh, my gosh. And uh, Jerry says he saw a bunch of zeros right there on the screen, and he thought he won 20000 bucks. He was freaking out. Twenty grand. Yeah. The clerk said, "Uh, no, let's, let's look at this again. And looked down and said, hey, that's a 20 and six zeros. Uh-uh. Yeah, Jerry Knott tucked away a ticket that won him $20 million. Oh, man. The clerk said, oh my gosh, you found the lost missing ticket. Because the ticket, they knew it was out there. Yeah. But nobody claimed it. Jerry Knott, Manitoba, Canada, had the ticket and is now $20 million richer. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yeah. And y'all, that's one of those stories that just makes you feel good. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, we're heading into Halloween weekend. If you guys are out there like we've been the last couple of days trying to do last minute stuff. Oh, what a mistake we've made. It's crazy out there. I get it, though. Parents are going, I'm not going to buy costumes too early, man. My kid's going to change uh-huh. his or her mind. Or they're going to mess it up or tear it or break the mask or yeah. whatever. You buy it a month early and your kid's going to wear it uh-huh. for a month. And then yeah. they're bored of it. They want something different. So I have some Halloween numbers I wanted to share. Some pretty staggering Halloween numbers, okay? So if you're going out to spend, um, maybe you'll know what to spend or what you need to live up to the level of, okay? They do believe that over Halloween, this this holiday, there's going to be $10.1 billion spent on Halloween. Like, think about the revenue generated off of that holiday. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. They say $3.3 billion is going to be spent on costumes alone. So, uh, the average person is going to spend 103 bucks on their costume hmm. and what they're going to wear and stuff like that. Okay. So, oh. and it just depends. I know when Kyle was younger, we didn't spend anywhere near that. Yeah. You'd get the little ones in the bag and everything was included. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> You could even go to the, the grocery store and they would have right. costumes. Mm-hmm. And kind of a little bit different about it this year. They say 4.2 million kids will dress as superheroes. 1.6 million little girls will dress as their favorite princess. Uh, Kai decided he wanted to be Michael Myers. He wants to be a murderer. He wants to be a murderer. <laughs> yeah, so there, there, there's that. 1.6 million adults are going to dress as vampires. 4.6 million are going to dress as a witch, which Kelly wore her uh-huh. costume today. Yeah, every day. Looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a witchy woman. Okay. Uh, 66% of households plan to give out candy. I plan to hide. I'm going to come over to y'all's house so I don't have to buy any. Yeah, no joke. That's <laughs> uh, new. 46% plan to dress in costume. 44% plan to carve pumpkins and break their fingers off. Because that's what happens when you try to carve pumpkins. Your Wait hands a minute. Hurt. Y'all have some big pumpkins to carve. Have you carved them yet? <laughs> to get a machete to carve those pumpkins. <laughs> I don't know why she bought such big ones. Uh, 25% plan on attending a party. 20% plan to dress up their pets. You got anything for your dogs? Uh, I'm going to find something around the house. And, no, that's good. And get them dressed up. Wrap them up in an old t-shirt. <laughs> put, a, put a sheet on them. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> the most popular dog costumes. You want to hear them? 
pumpkins, uh-huh. hot dogs, which that's funny to that me. That is funny. A dog dressed as a hot dog, that's funny. I don't know why. Uh, superhero costumes, cats and bumblebees. Here's the biggest stat of all. This is the one most people agree to. 79% of parents admit to eating their kids' Halloween candy. The rest of them? What are they doing? Lying. Yep. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 25-year-old guy in Oregon named Alexis Gomez led police on a high-speed chase and got arrested while wearing a Ricky Bobby costume from the movie Talladega Nights. <laughs> which, if you know, y'all know me, y'all know I love Will Ferrell, but... He stole the truck around 6 o'clock one night and fired a gun at someone who started following him to get his license plate. Well, that person also had a gun and returned fire, but no one got hit. Alexis eventually crashed into a random person's garage during the high-speed chase with police, but they still didn't catch him. He took off on foot. Then someone who lives nearby got an alert that their security system was going off. And the homeowner's name is Paul, and he was able to watch the rest of it kind of unfold live on a security camera through his phone. Well, Alexa broke into his house. Alexis broke into his house, and luckily no one was home. But then he found the Ricky Bobby costume, and he took time to put it on at this guy's house, threw some jewelry and other valuables in a suitcase, and tried to leave the scene on a bicycle with two flat tires. Mm. All of this while still wearing the full Ricky Bobby jumpsuit with matching hat. Paul had already called the cops and an entire SWAT team had the house surrounded. So Alexis finally gave himself up. He's facing a long list of charges, including first degree assault, attempting to elude police and first degree burglary. Police held onto the costume as evidence, but the good news is they got it back to Paul in time for Halloween. Wow. Speaking of Halloween, I always get Halloween and Valentine's Day confused. They're both about candy and being something you're not. Oh, oh. that is not a nice one. Jeez. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. What? Don't turn around. Oh my gosh, don't tell me that. Halloween freaks me out, man. Especially on days like this where you wake up to cooler temperatures. Spotty showers across Arkansas this morning. It's eerie and dark outside. Kind of feels like Halloween, right? So we mentioned that a lot of people are going to go out and uh, do Halloween shopping, last-minute shopping. We've done that. We actually kind of knew what he wanted a month ago, and we didn't buy it. <clears throat> because, again, we go through this thing where we think he's going to change his mind, right? Well, he didn't change his mind. And uh, the thing that he wanted by the time we went back for it was not there. And... Uh, a little bit of drama with that. But they got a shipment, man, and guess what? Boom, he got the mask he wanted. Uh-huh. Michael Myers. You know the friendly Michael Myers? Not not the murderer Michael Myers. The friendly one. Yeah, and this mask is one of those uh, latex-looking, like, movie-looking masks. Pretty creepy. He has a jumpsuit to go with it, the knife with the blood built in. Nice. So he walked around for hours uh-huh. in that costume. I got a video. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leslie was like, he has not taken it off. No. And he does like the head movement, like yeah. you know, he, he's doing this whole thing. So, last night we go and watch a few minutes of uh, TV. I was watching football, and my wife had kind of started to fall asleep, <clears throat> and uh-huh. Kai was ready for bed, and he was going to tell us good night. And <laughs> he's over there at the door, and the dog goes whoop, 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 because he's dressed as Michael Myers in the dark, <laughs> peeking around the room. Uh-uh. So Ace, the German Shepherd, goes crazy uh-huh. with it. She looks up and sees Michael Myers, and even though she bought the mask... Yeah, it scared her. It scares her, because you're not expecting uh-huh. somebody who's not your kid to be in your house. After he uses his mask, I'm going to ask him if I can uh, borrow it. Really? Yeah, just to wear it on non-Halloween days, just to see what people do. Yeah, I saw you without makeup last week. Okay. <laughs> and I look like William Shatner. <laughs> no, but it's like here's the deal with it. This mask, like when Kat was a kid... Somebody give you a hand-me-down Halloween outfit. Oh, he's one. Here's a spider costume. We did that the first year, right? And it was cute. And then it's like you buy the $30 costume. Mm -hmm. And now, when when Leslie got back from the store, I said, well, how much was this get-up? Only $120. What? $120? We don't even have Halloween plans. We don't even know what we're doing. Is he just going to walk around the house in that costume? It's the costume that just keeps giving and giving. Oh, and here's what she says. Like the time we bought the big inflatable dinosaur one, right? With the the air pump and it blew him up and all that kind of stuff. Well, he can use this for for years. This can be his costume for years. 
How many people that are kids get a Halloween costume and wear the same one every year? It doesn't happen. She's trying to she's trying to make me think that this money's going to last for years and stretch out. Here's the thing, Brandon. It is because how old is your son? He's 12. Guess what? What? This is probably the last year. Are you ready for this? That he's going to want to do this. Like ever. Are y'all having any more kids? No, you, you don't think he'll be done all the way, right? No, 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 no. Kurt, who's 18 now, my son. Yeah. I'm telling you, probably 12, 13, he was like, uh, Mom, I don't I don't really want to do it anymore. He doesn't dress up? No. He doesn't go to school in a costume? No. He's not. Do kids go to school in costumes anymore? Sometimes. There's yeah. some schools that'll let you come in costumes, but you can't do all the... Kai could probably not wear his costume to school. He couldn't be Michael Myers? I, I doubt it. And carry the knife around? I no? doubt it. Yeah. A... Sometimes they frown upon things like that. Really? Who yeah. are they? Why would they frown on that? That's crazy. I don't know. So, I guess when you really think about yeah. it, though, so, if this is it, I mean, it's the last shot. Let him. Last and Kai, if you're listening... You should go to the Halloween store tonight and just get more things no, for your house. No, Because this could be the last That's Halloween dumb. you celebrate. That is dumb. I'm going to tell you, these parents are celebrating every Halloween for the candy. I don't care if he dresses up or not. <laughs> I'll start dressing up and going door to door. I'm short enough to look like a kid. <laughs> yep. Easy now. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Ah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Wait. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Friday, October the 29th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Barry Phillips, who celebrates his birthday today. Barry Evie of Jonesboro celebrates Joyce Bumpus in Stuttgart. Dwayne Glasgow has a birthday. What about Anne-Marie Birch of Jonesboro? She's celebrating a birthday today. Happy birthday. Hope you have a great day today. We have Will Moore of Wynn celebrating Brad Ray in Fort Smith. Gay Chastain in Stuttgart. Matthew Lawman of Hazen, uh, Jeremy Buecher in Stuttgart, and Jeff Wisham of Lake City turns 36, so happy birthday to Jeff. Celebrating tomorrow, Laura Gillis of Stuttgart, Allison Cotton has a birthday tomorrow, Dallas Boylan from Wynn, Christy Simpkins of Jonesboro, Sullivan Ford in Stuttgart, Jalen Maddox in Stuttgart, Donna Crutchfield in DeWitt, Christy Johnson of Jonesboro, Jesse Flack in Conway, uh, Anne-Marie Williams of Wynn and Cheyenne Boston in Stuttgart celebrates tomorrow. Celebrating on Sunday, Taylor Manis of Stuttgart. Gary Cooper has a birthday. Shelly Brooks of Osceola. Carl Childers celebrating <clears throat> Brad Brannon of Wynn has a birthday on Sunday. Brooke Ortman from Memphis. We have Brittany Houston of Jonesboro. Pam Holt of Stuttgart. Diane Butler in Pine Bluff. And we also have Tom Smith of Jonesboro celebrating as well. We have one one more. My mom's uh, husband will turn, I think, 71 on Sunday. So happy birthday to Jim Shankle. All right. And if you have a birthday today or this weekend, we say this. We say happy, happy birthday. birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Celebrating today, Tove Lowe is 34 today. You may know him from this song. Gabrielle Union is 49 uh, today. That's Dwayne Wade's wife. And she, man, she's beautiful. Happy birthday today to Winona Ryder, who is 50. That's Joyce Byers on Stranger Things. Celebrating on Saturday, Ashley Graham, the supermodel, will be 34. Ivanka Trump will be 40 on Saturday. Matthew Morrison, who played Will Schuster on Glee, will be 43. Gavin Rossdale from Bush will be 56. Gavin Rosdale of Bush celebrating tomorrow. Henry Winkler will be 76. That was Fonzie on Happy Days. Grace Slick will be 82 from Jefferson Airplane and Starship. See if you know this. 
We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Hi, Grace Slick, 82 tomorrow. And celebrating on Sunday, Willow Smith will be 21. Willow Smith on Sunday. Lynn Bergren from Ace of Bass will be 51. How about some more Ace of Bass, y'all, with this one? Lynn Bergeron of Ace of Base 51 on Sunday. Happy birthday to one of Brandon's favorites, Vanilla Ice, Ooh. who is 54 on Sunday. Vanilla Ice celebrating on Sunday. Adam Horvitz will be 55. You know him as one of the Beastie Boys. You gotta fight for your Adam Horowitz and the Beastie Boys, 55. I remember some of the lines. We're not going to play that right now. Happy birthday on <laughs> Sunday to Daryl Worley, who will be 57. Have you forgotten how it felt that day to see your homeland under fire and her people blown away? Some more Daryl Worley. See if you know this one. I miss my friend. Or maybe this one. I love this crazy tragic. Sometimes almost magic, awful beautiful life. All right, there you go. Happy birthday on Sunday to Rob Snyder, who will be 58. Of course, he's a comedian. But did you know that L. King is his daughter? Do what? Yes. L. King is Rob Schneider's daughter? Yes, I did not know that. I don't know. Is that really true? Yes. So L. King's the one in the Dirk Spentley song. Yes. It's different for girls. Are you when serious? Broke, can't All right, I didn't know. Rob Schneider turns 58 on Sunday. Brandon, you'll also like this one, too. So Dermot, let's see, Moroni will be 58 on Sunday. Oh. That was the guy in my best friend's wedding with Julia Roberts. That's the one who was getting married, right? Yes. And Julia Roberts was in love with him still, even though he was marrying Cameron Diaz. Yes, it was her best friend, and she thought that she loved him, and oh. she was going to go try and stop the wedding. That is so, you know, we talked about that because, uh, was it Julia Roberts' birthday yesterday, maybe? Mm-hmm. So we played a little bit of that. I want to play some more. Literally, I, I think I've bought one movie soundtrack <laughs> in my life. And it might not be the most manly one to buy, but I bought fine. My Best Friend's Wedding. The moment I wake up. Yes. <laughs> before I put on my makeup. Oh. I say a little you. Wondering what dress to wear now. <laughs> say a little bit for you. Forever and ever, you say in my heart, and I will love you forever and ever. We never were part of how I love you together. Forever, that's how it must be to live without you. Would only mean heartbreak for me. I literally might go watch this movie this weekend. It's a great Halloween movie. My best Isn't friend's it? wedding. Yes. Yeah. Wishing and hoping and thinking. Super scary. And praying, <laughs> yeah, marriage. And yeah. Each night his child that won't get you into his eyes. Right, so one of my favorite scenes in the entire My Best Friend's Wedding is the one where Cameron Diaz is up there doing karaoke. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, she hates it. She's not having fun. They put her up there so she'll fail. And then she gets into it. I think this is mm-hmm. it right here. I just don't know what to do with my time. <laughs> I'm so lonesome for you. It's a crime. Go into a movie. That's me. <laughs> Yeah. 
That's pretty fun right there. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Dermot Mulroney. Hmm. From my best friend's wedding, who turns 58 on Sunday. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, get up. Let's get going. It's Friday morning. It's October the 29th. We're headed into Halloween weekend. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! How many syllables was morning? This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. All right, so the American Music Awards did their uh, the announcement of the nominees, and uh, country is represented with the AMAs as well. So Gabby Barrett and Chris Stapleton lead the nominees. They have three nominees each in the country categories. Luke Bryan, Luke Combs, and Carrie Underwood all have multiple nominations as well. There's different categories, mm-hmm. favorite uh, male country star, favorite female country star. But I wanted to take a look at favorite country song, right? Because okay. we play the songs, the music. Let's run through and see what you think is the biggest, best country song uh, that's represented by these AMAs. Okay, so number one, Chris Stapleton. You have famous friends, Chris Young and Kane Brown. I've got some famous friends you probably never heard of. Gabby Barrett's nominated in this category. He's one of the good ones. Now, Luke Combs is in the category as well. They say nothing lasts forever, but they ain't And again, this is favorite country song, Could It Be Walker Hayes? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. You think so? I mean, I love that song. It wouldn't be my pick, but it's so, I mean, people who have never heard a country song in their life know that song. So, so again, it's favorite country song. The nominees, Kelly thinks fancy like the other ones are starting over famous friends. The good ones forever. After all, it's the American music awards. They're going to air on ABC on Sunday, November the 21st. We have country music news today on Morgan Wallen. Yeah, but now I'm dodging potholes in my silver All right, y'all. Before I announce this, please know that I'm just the messenger. Don't be coming at me being upset. All right, listen. The good thing for Morgan Wallen, he picked up two AMA nominations. But here's the thing. Morgan will not be allowed to attend the show because, well, you know why. Well, Morgan is up for favorite male country artist. He's up for favorite country album for Dangerous, the double album. Now, the nominees are based on chart performance, which is how he made the cut, right? Well, winners are determined by fan voting. So he can still win both awards. Uh, He just can't walk up there to uh, accept them or come into the facility. So uh, here's the statement from the AMAs. As Morgan's conduct does not align with our core values, we will not be including him on the show. We will evaluate his progress in doing meaningful work as an ally to the black community, and we will consider his participation in future shows. So Billboard reached out to to Morgan's reps, but they didn't respond. But the AMAs are going to be on ABC November 21st. Let me just tell you this. We saw the response to Morgan Wallen mm-hmm. when tickets went on sale mm-hmm. and the fact that really no other country artist other than maybe Garth can sell, you know, a venue twice in two days yeah. like he did for North Little Rock. His fans are going to go vote. Right. <laughs> he's probably going to win the uh-huh. categories he's nominated in because mm-hmm. of the fans. Yeah. So, all right. Country music news today on Luke Combs. They got Whiskey River on the jukebox, a honky-tonk song. You want to talk about somebody who seems to be so likable? Luke Combs seems easy to like. So uh, he was playing the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, and there was a uh, uh, FFA group that wanted to go and see him. They tried to get tickets, and they couldn't get the tickets. So the teacher says in a tweet to Luke Combs, at Luke Combs, I have my Willows CA FFA chapter here in Nashville tonight, and they are dying to see you at the Grand Ole Opry. We tried to get tickets, but our kids can't afford it. I so wish I could give them this gift because they idolize you. Oh, guess who responded? Uh-uh. Luke Combs. He says, and I quote, tickets are on me. Y'all have fun tonight. Someone from my team will reach out and get y'all set up. Wow. So Luke Combs invites them to get there early. The FFA group has the chance to meet Luke Combs, get their photo taken with him and see the show that they wanted Aww. to see. It's a pretty cool story right there on Luke Combs. That's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is October the 29th, and today in pop culture in 1945, it was a very big day. 
It was the first time a ballpoint pen was sold. Oh. It was sold by the Gimbal Department Store. One ballpoint pen cost $12.50. Wow. <laughs> 1945. Uh, today in pop culture in 1977, Dolly Parton released her 19th solo album. The album was called Here You Come Again, and it featured the title track. Here you come again. Just when I'm about to make it work without you. Uh, Today in pop culture in 1982, Paul McCartney teamed up with Michael Jackson. And when you think about that, you think about two of the biggest icons in the history of music. They were together on one song. The song is called The Girl Is Mine. I don't understand the way you think, saying that she's yours, not mine. Sending roses and your silly dreams, really just a waste of time, because she's mine. Pretty cool. It's Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney together. Don't waste time. Today in pop culture in 1983, there was a song written by the Bee Gees that they wrote for Marvin Gaye that went to number one. Now, Marvin Gaye didn't cut the song. No. Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton cut the song what? Islands in the Stream. Tender love is blind. song and you realize the Bee Gees wrote the song and the song was intended wow. for Marvin Gaye. How drastically <laughs> different did that turn out? Uh, today in pop culture in 1993, Ace of Bass released this one. It's a big song in 93. Uh, today in pop culture in 1996, Alan Jackson released his sixth album. It was called Everything I Love. It featured this one. It's all right to be a little bitty. Little hometown or a big old city Might as well share, might as well smile Life goes on for a little bitty while Also on the album from Alan Jackson was this one Still you wonder who's cheating who Who's being true Who don't even care anymore And today in pop culture in 2002 Rascal Flatts released their second studio album It was called Melt So it featured the song I Melt Also on the album was These Days. I wake up and teardrops that fall down like rain. I put on that old song we dance to and then. I head off into my job and guess not much has changed. Punch the clock, hit the home, check the phone just in case. Go to bed, dream of you. That's what I'm doing these days. And also on the Rascal Flats album in 2002 was this one. I miss maybe sitting on the porch drinking ice cold cherry. Cold. Cold. Where everything is black and white. Na 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 na. Picking on the six string. People pass by and you call them by their first name. Watching the clouds roll by. Here we go. That was in 2002. So today is October the 29th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Well, we're getting closer to Halloween. Today's October 29th. Oh, 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 oh. 
She's done that for 29 days. <laughs> Ever since we hit October the 1st, she's been doing that. So anyway, we're heading into Halloween weekend. A lot of people are going to celebrate. A lot of people are going to do different things. We put it up on social media. We were asking you guys what you plan on doing, right? Because people celebrate different, especially depending on your life stage. Like, what are you going to be doing? Are you going to take the kids trick-or-treating? Are you going to be giving out candy at your house? Halloween parties, fall festivals. Maybe you're not going to celebrate at all. You know, I know people do that. Uh, Patricia says it's trunk or treats tomorrow along with fall festivals mm-hmm. and then a Halloween party on Sunday. That's pretty cool. They live in Fort Smith. So, Patricia, are we invited? Are sure. we invited? Uh, Amber says working, unfortunately. <laughs> Ooh, mm. but Halloween is Amber's favorite. Uh, Pam says watching my granddaughter play in a softball tournament. Donna says there's a hayride with some friends around the neighborhood to trick or treat. Uh, Kevin says work in the hospital emergency room all weekend on Halloween. Ooh. Uh, Pamela says passing out candy. Let's see here. Lori says she's going to turn off the porch light and every light in the house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like a heck of an idea if you yeah. don't want to have to pay for any candy. Yeah, it really does. Or if you run out quick. Yeah. Just turn off all the light. Shh. Yeah, and you make everybody be quiet. It's the monster man. The monster man. It's got the graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught all in the flash. He did the match. He did the monster. Are you a little, I don't know, superstitious? A little bit. Or maybe just a little stitious. <laughs> Thank you, Michael Scott. Come on now. Break it on down. I didn't say that was all Kelly. (laughs) It's going to be a thriller night tomorrow night as we celebrate Halloween. Come on now. always wanting to watch scary stuff has he seen this video you know what i don't know if he has maybe when he was little yeah probably not in the middle in a minute Oh, that's so good i'll watch that this weekend too okay so i was going back through my halloween pictures and halloween when i was a kid was one of my favorite holidays like nothing beat christmas as a kid right Mm -hmm. like nothing's better than that but I think Halloween was probably my second favorite. Because you get a bunch of candy and you get to dress up as something you aren't. Yeah, and every year I always post this. Uh, I don't have a lot of my old Halloween photos, I, and I have a couple of them. But uh, my favorite one is the old school E.T. costume. And for those of you who have listened for a long time and have followed me on social media, uh, this is probably like 80, 1980, 81. I can't remember what year E.T. came out. Maybe it's older than that. That's a, that's a really it's good It's probably one. 83, 84. Uh, but anyway, this is the old E.T., and because you couldn't really tell what it was, <laughs> E.T. is written on the costume. Um, <laughs> my mask <clears throat> is one of those weird ones with the strap around the back that's very uncomfortable. It's it like hurt. plastic. Uh, my eyes are coming out from between E.T.'s eyes, and there's a spot like the, on, on the way the costume was designed or the way it fit me. Um, E.T.'s lungs that lit up red are kind of in a spot that makes it look like they might be something different. If you look at it, his lungs are a little low. Yeah. Hmm. I guess my lungs hung low then. Uh, My brother is Zorro. If you remember, Zorro was a big deal. (laughs) But none of us really knew who Zorro was. We were just like, it's that guy with a mask that rides a a horse or something. My sister was Strawberry Shortcake, I guess. Her mask is really crooked. I'm not sure if we broke her mask or why it's hanging off her face sideways. And the eye holes are so tiny. Yeah. Very difficult to see, probably difficult to breathe. We probably had some <laughs> some type of long-term effects of wearing <laughs> stuff like this. We had to wear straws in our uniforms so we could breathe. Yeah, basically. I'm going to share this on my socials in a second. It just shows you those old-school costumes. So my mom went out and bought costumes. On the other hand, Kelly's mom made costumes. She did, and I have a picture of – I was a big Kermit the Frog fan for whatever reason, um, and she made me a Kermit the Frog costume and i'm gonna let you see it okay pass Here. it on over what is, oh so your brother is, brother is, is batman is like an old school batman yeah and uh, i am a green frog but my eyeballs the frog's eyeballs are on the top and the way i could see out of 
out of the hat or whatever that was, was the mouth. And the frog also had a red <laughs> tongue. And it looks like in the picture, and again, it's kind of a blurry picture. Yeah, it is. It looks like I am uh, not happy. <laughs> Kelly, when you walked up to somebody's house, based on the eye placement, the, these eyes are higher than Princess Leia's buns. So people probably didn't know what you were. This does not look like Kermit. So if you can picture this, imagine Kelly <laughs> with the eyes on both sides of the top of her head. Right there, It's almost like they're looking back behind her. And she has the mouth pulled up to her eyes so she can see out. Listen, are you making fun of the costume that my mother made? Mm-mm. You're I'm not? not Would not. you like to tell her that she has horrible sewing skills? Because she made, I was also a bird one year. You want to make fun of that? Um, but that's you should have seen my beak. <laughs> I bet that's a good one. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we, so there's, we'll post these in a second. You guys can go and look at our old school Halloween stuff. But I remember going and getting all the candy, and my mom would always – like, she did this deal where we'd put out, like, pallets, like blankets. We'd call it a pallet, mm-hmm. and uh, she'd have us dump out our entire candy basket so she could look through all the candy. We had to do that for years. Yeah, because when we were little, there was this fear that people were going to put stuff in the candy, like barbiturates or razor blades or something. Barbiturates. <laughs> what is that? I think it's a type of drug, is but she- I don't know if – I don't think I've heard that. Word since health class. Barbiturates? Barbiturates. I believe she's our business manager, if I'm not mistaken. Barbiturate. Isn't it? No, it's not her. Hope you guys enjoy Halloween. We'll share our photos in just a second. I'm going to start calling her barbiturates. That's really a medicine from back in the day. Kelly told me. I don't know. I never took them. Faster in the morning. Hey, we mentioned we were going to post our Halloween stuff, and we never told you how you can follow us. So just real quick, if you have Instagram, uh, you can find me, Brandon Baxter, in the morning. You can find me on Instagram. Just search Kelly Perry on the radio. On Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. And to find me on Facebook, just search Kelly Brooke Perry. And if you're on Twitter, we can be friends everywhere. On Twitter, it's Brandon on BBITM. And I'm Kelly on BBITM. Five, four, three, two, one. You made the calls. You sent the messages. These are the top five songs of the last 24 hours. It's Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Most wanted. Number five. Yeah, but now I'm dodging potholes in my sunburned Silverado. Like a heartbroken Desperado. Waited right back to Morgan Wallen, number five. Number four. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Got that bourbon street stay with the Oreo shake. Get some whipped cream on the top two. Two straws, one shack. Like Walker Hayes, number four. Number three. If I didn't love you, I'd be good by now. Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood at number three. Number two. No matter where I go, no matter what I do, I'll never be 23 with anyone but you. You can marry who you want, go back to Tennessee, but you'll never be 23 with anyone but me. We'll always have four babies, we'll always have Delta Nights. So 23 is number two, and that means we're here at number one. Number one. One Mississippi, the most wanted song over the last 24 hours on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so we mentioned a little bit ago it's National Internet Day. And we joke about dial-up internet like Kai, who's 12, has 
never experienced that, mm-hmm. probably never even heard of it. Like, we don't even have a phone line, like a real hardwired line in our home. Uh-huh. <laughs> but back then, you had to have that. Now, some people, if you were really rich, you had one phone line that was designated to be your internet line, and the other one was the main line in the house, right? I did not have that. No, so what we had was a deal where if somebody were to uh, need to make a call, hey, you got to get off the internet. Mm-hmm. Get off the internet, I got to make a call. Or when somebody calls you, or when they were calling in and you were online, they get busy signals, and then they'd worry about you all in the days before we mm-hmm. had, um, you know, all the stuff that we have now, technology at our fingertips where we're always connected. Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, we mentioned, you know, like I started off, I remember having um, like the modem, right? It was an 188. And for people who, who never experienced that, that was the connection speed. Yeah. And then there was 33.3. And then, oh my gosh, blazing fast, 56K. Remember how the pictures would take so long to load? Let's say you're reading an article and there was just one picture and it would just take forever. And now it's like you go to the the, the page. Of course, they're already there. But yeah. can you imagine our kids using what we use and being like, why is this taking so long? Oh, they would hate it. They would absolutely hate it, which is pretty wild when you think about how far we've we've come since that day. Mm-hmm. I wanted to give, uh, for those of you who are nostalgic about stuff like this, see if you remember this sound. Oh, my gosh. And then finally you're online. Yeah. And like, it's the best sound because it just goes like silent and you're like, okay, we're on. Right. My first ever provider was a provider called Earthlink, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I got to deal with that. And I listened to Howard Stern and Howard Stern talked about Earthlink. And it was probably the first endorsement deal I ever took action on. Mm -hmm. And I remember saying this, how did you hear about us? Howard Stern. Well, you get one free month or whatever it was. But I was always kind of jealous of the people who had AOL. Mm-hmm. Because AOL, I don't know if it was more expensive or or why I didn't get AOL, but like it seemed like it had more that you could do. It wasn't yeah. just the standard browser because they had their own AOL stuff mm-hmm. and they had their own news and, and all that stuff. And I always wanted to have this sound effect. You've got mail. I, I never always had wanted it either. It. You never did? Mm-hmm. Or if p- people had that certain email address, oh yeah, just just email me when people started saying email yeah. and they'd be like, just email me at kellyperry at AOL.com. And if you right. didn't have an AOL... You didn't want to say your other one. Yeah. Brandon Baxter at earthlink.com. And everybody's like, what's that? Yeah. So anyway, it's just funny how far we've come. And today we can think about that as you get online. And and maybe if we have a little outage at some point, you know, you freak out because you're not connected anymore. Mm -hmm. Like Kai did the other day. And it was a problem with his computer where it lost the connection. But he was freaking out Mm -hmm. about it. Back then, we we maybe could have gone online for 20 minutes a day. Yeah. So different in 2021. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know candy corn was originally called chicken feed when it first became popular around the end of the 19th century? That's partially because before World War I, most Americans didn't really think of corn as people food. Really? So candy corn was called chicken feed at first. Wow, I didn't know that. Did you know the fear of Halloween is called samaenophobia? People who suffer from this will have anxiety simply thinking about Halloween. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Did you know Silly String is banned in Hollywood on Halloween? Anyone caught possessing, using, or selling Silly String between 12 a.m. on October 31st and 12 p.m. on October 1st can be fined up to $1,000. Yes, they had some kind of issue with silly string. Yeah, that's wild. Okay. And an extra today. Did you know candy wasn't commonly given out to trick-or-treaters until the 1950s? In the decades before, kids got homemade cookies, fruit, nuts, coins, and little toys. Uh, Yeah, I'd much <laughs> rather have the little candy bars. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so Halloween weekend is upon us. Some people are going to festivals. Some people are going to parties. A lot of people going trick-or-treating and doing stuff like that. So we hope you guys enjoy Halloween. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, there was really not much candy left after, like, day two. Yeah. 
You know, it's like we, we tear through as much as as my mom would let us do on night one, and then we'd go to bed and we'd wake up and maybe have a piece or two early, and then some the next the next night. But by day three, pretty much gone. Yeah, gone. And, and all the stuff that you didn't want, like that you didn't really want to eat it. You're like, huh? Eh. Mm. Yeah. Like, who are the people who gave me these bottle caps and stuff like that? <laughs> yeah. So let me run through uh, some things on you guys uh, for you guys. If you're wondering about how long candy stays good. I never really knew this. So when I saw this this morning, I thought this was something that maybe we should share this. Uh, chocolate is good for eight to 10 months after it's made. If it's stored in a cool, dark and dry place. Okay. Okay. I didn't really ever think about like there being expiration on chocolate. Did you ever think about that? I've, no, I've never thought about it. I guess we just go through it so quick at stores that they don't really have to think about throwing chocolate away. Mm-hmm. But if you tuck something away, you know, maybe you want to think about that. Eight to ten months for chocolate. If you're thinking about maybe candy corn, they say it's good for about nine months after you open it. Hmm. I didn't realize that either. They say that it becomes kind of more hardened and stale as time goes on. Did you know gum expires? Actually, I think that I figured that out the hard way because... I didn't realize that, but then I found like a, it was a pack of gum uh, that had all the gum in it. I was like, but it was in the back of a drawer, Mm -hmm. but I think it had been there for a really long time and I tried to chew it and it almost disintegrated. Ooh. It was, yeah, it was gross. They say gum's only good for six to nine months. They say hard candy like lollipops and butterscotch candies and maybe a cinnamon disc. They last for about a year if they're in their package. Then the way you can tell if it's, if it's old, if it's getting kind of gross is it becomes sticky. So if your candy is sticky, it's probably a bad sign that you might not want to eat it. Okay. So just a hmm. heads up. If you want to check out our photos, people are kind of getting a kick out of our costumes. Uh, they're pretty terrible. Uh, <laughs> mine's up on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter. So if you're looking for me on Instagram and on Facebook, it's Brandon Baxter in the morning. If you want to find me on Instagram, it's Kelly Perry on the radio. On Facebook, it's Kelly Brooke Perry. And then we're on Twitter, too. So Brandon on BBITM on Twitter. And you can find me, Kelly, on BBITM on Twitter. Brandon Baxter in the morning. As we get set for Halloween weekend, it's also National Internet Day. We've (laughs) celebrated the Internet throughout the day today. I wanted to reach out to our friends at Empower Broadband. I have Vanna Headley on with us this morning. Vanna, how are you doing? Happy Halloween and happy International Internet Day. Yeah, so lots to celebrate today. First of all, with Halloween, are you dressed up today? We can't see you, so are you wearing a Halloween costume? I've been dressed up every day for a week, you guys. I love Halloween. No, not that much. (laughs) But this is the second time I've already had a costume on, and I'm going to have it on two more times by the end of this season. So, yes, everyone at Empower is dressed up today. We love Halloween over here. What are you dressed as? I am, I guess they call him Star Child from the band Kiss. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yes. My whole family, I have a five-year-old, three-year-old, and seven-month-old, and we're going as the whole band this year. Oh, that's Jeez. amazing. Hey, we have a contest going on right now. Just a heads up, if you go to our website, uh, you yes. can upload a pic of your family, and you have the chance to win prizes with the cutest trick-or-treater, so that's yeah. pretty cool. Oh, we've got it in the bag. You don't yeah. worry. <laughs> I'm thinking, based on how you're describing the costume, you might yeah. be able to win that contest. <laughs> Um, yes, we've got it. We go crazy every year. My husband never really goes in on group costumes or couple costumes with us. I think he's intimidated by how good I am at it. Ooh, come so on. now Probably. that I have kids, I can force them to do it with me. That's why you have kids. Hey. She yeah. is, she's talking trash. Him up. She's talking trash about her husband yeah. on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> he's amazing. I love you, babe. <laughs> but I'm way better at Halloween than him. Yes, that's oh. true. So, uh, did you want to invite us to a Halloween gathering or anything? Because I don't know that either Wait, of us have plans. yourself to what someone is that else's <laughs> party. Can I not do that? Well, Did it's your just... mom never teach you to not invite yourself places? Well, I've, that's the only way I get to go anywhere is if I invite myself places. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Well, yes, you should. See? We're having a potluck today. That's all I'm thinking about this potluck? morning. I'm, talking, I'm thinking about calling you guys oh, and yeah. our potluck today. So, we, like I said, we love Halloween, so we're having a potluck. We're celebrating all kinds of stuff today. We're having a Halloween party. Wow, You guys are obviously welcome to come. You can try my caramel apple nachos that I'm making. They're what? Amazing. Okay, explain what the base is. Is it chips or what? No, it is. You just cut up like a Granny Smith apple. Mm. You fan it out like you know what you're doing. And yeah. then you drizzle chocolate and caramel and chopped nut. And I've got sprinkles. Uh-uh. And it's beautiful. And it can trick your mind into thinking it's healthy because there's apples on it. All right, we'll get the address from you after yeah. after we. Uh, <laughs> that you guys come awesome. twelve o'clock. You be here. 
So, okay, can we just work for y'all? Because it sounds like y'all do more stuff than we do. <laughs> hey, no, you guys we have, have a, a good time over here. Well, and you have a reason to celebrate today. We've really talked about this all day, and that's why I wanted to reach out to you today. Uh, it's, it's Internet Day, International National Internet Day. And when you think about that and you think about the joy that the Internet's brought, and I realize that, you know, there's going to be people who are listening this morning who have had Internet their whole lives. But for us, like me and Kelly, Isn't that crazy to think about? <laughs> we remember, though, like the primitive days of the early to mid 90s where you were trying to connect with them. Uh, it was first of all, it was 188 then it was 336 and it was 56K Internet modems on phone lines. And man, right. how much different is it now? It's crazy how far we've come. I, when I was kind of looking things up, I knew, I knew International Internet Day was coming up. I looked up, and it says the first Internet connection was made on October 29, 1969. What? I was like, what? That's over 50 years. That's, it's crazy that it's technically been around that long, but the changes and, that have happened just in my lifetime since I was a kid, yeah. it's been crazy. We were actually just talking about it yesterday. We were talking about like our very first emails and how cheesy and corny they were, uh-huh. <laughs> and now embarrassing. Um, so it's just wild how far we've come in such a short time. And, and we love, I mean, I love my job. We all love our job here because we get to help provide this incredible service, this very essential service, which is the Internet, to our customers. So it's it's a really good feeling. We love coming to work every day and just knowing that, that we get to provide, honestly, possibly the greatest invention in human history yeah. to our customers. So it feels really good. Again, Vanna Headley on with us this morning from Empower Broadband. You mentioned the early the early days of email addresses. I can tell you early on in my radio career, it was always funny because, you know, sometimes people had different types of email addresses. So when we were giving away prizes, we'd be like, okay, what's your phone number? What's your email yeah. address? And every once in a while, somebody's like, um, like they didn't want to say it uh-huh. because it might have had oh, some yeah. stuff in there that, <laughs> that wasn't appropriate. <laughs> yes. Okay, let me tell you mine. And remember, I made this when I was like, I don't even know, like 10 or something, okay? Yeah. But mine was wildthing23 at whatever, Yahoo or something. <laughs> and looking back, I'm like, that is so embarrassing. That is Interviewing so silly, for a job but, yeah. and being like, um, yeah. wildthing. <laughs> I know, it's so crazy. <laughs> I know, looking back, I'm like, Mom, why did you let me have that email? But uh, anyways, yeah, it's so crazy. So Empower has uh, really started over the last uh, the last year, really branched out and is offering broadband, high-speed internet in areas that previously didn't have it. Uh, it's all powered by Craighead Electric. And when you think about that, to me it seems crazy because I've had high-speed internet for, for a long time. But for some people in more rural areas, they haven't had the chance to do all this stuff. They haven't had the chance to pay their bills, to do streaming services, yeah. all the different stuff. And you guys are right there getting out to their neck of the woods. Absolutely. It's it's really crazy because, yeah, there's some people that they've their entire lives, they've had great high-speed internet. But to think that today, 2021, there are still people that have either very slow, very just bad internet or no internet at all. Yeah. It's crazy to think, but there are people that have to deal with that. And and honestly, I, I mean, I have I have internet. We have internet access every day. Mm-hmm. And so I can't imagine living my life without good internet or without internet at all. So that was a goal really with Empower at the beginning was to go to these very underserved or not served at all communities and make sure that the people that, you know, live in the rural areas have incredible internet access, not just, you know, something that can get them by or Mm -hmm. something that they can maybe watch TV on, um, but good quality high-speed internet because especially you know with the pandemic it really taught us and taught the world how important internet is because it's not just for playing video games or streaming netflix Mm -hmm. it's so we can communicate with doctors we can communicate with our family that we're not able to see in person anymore um especially with education where we can there there were so many children especially in rural areas that couldn't do homework couldn't communicate with teachers because they didn't have good internet um, so that was our goal from the beginning with Empower is to go to these communities that didn't have it at all or didn't have good quality internet and give them the best quality internet on the market. So again, it's Empower Broadband. It's all powered and delivered by Craighead Electric. Uh, Vanna, if people want to find out if it's available in their neck of the woods, how can they do that? So they can go to our website, empowerbroadband.com, and there's a link there that says check your availability. You can do that there. Um, but really, we'd rather you call us. We have an incredible customer service team. We'd rather talk to you. 
So give us a call and we can just get your address, look it up on our system and let you know your availability. Um, I will say if you are currently a Craighead Electric customer, we serve every Craighead Electric customer all over Northeast Arkansas. That's awesome. But if you're not a current Craighead Electric customer, uh, if you live in the Porsche, Walcott, or Imboden areas, we and you're not Craighead Electric, we can also serve you too uh, in wow. certain areas. So if you're a Craighead Electric customer, definitely give us a call. We can service you. Um, but even if you're not and you live in those areas, give us a call anyways because um, there are some areas there that we can serve as well. Hey, great job this morning. It's Vanna Headley from Empower Broadband on with us. I hope you guys have a great Halloween party today and tell your whole crew we said hello, okay? Thank you so much. Happy Halloween and happy National Internet Day. Y'all have a great day. All right, you too. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, it's all about Halloween. Mm -hmm. And it's all about Kai going to buy a costume and he bought an expensive thing. (laughs) And why my wife thinks it's okay for it to be expensive. Mm -hmm. We also talk about... A uh, little experience where my wife was terrified because of Halloween. Uh-huh. I even tried to get invited to Halloween parties. Yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. I don't think it worked. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you can check it all out on the podcast. It's the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, which is available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV this weekend? Basically baseball and football, but... Game three of the World Series, the Atlanta Braves host the Houston Astros. Game four and five are also in Atlanta. Tonight on Netflix, the series premiere of Colin in Black and White, a drama about Colin Kaepernick's high school years and how he grew up to be an activist. On Saturday, game four of the World Series in Atlanta. And on Sunday, game five of the World Series in Atlanta, Sunday Night Football, the Minnesota Vikings host the Dallas Cowboys. Boom, come on. And then the 13th season premiere of Doctor Who. Hope you guys have a great day, a great weekend, and a happy Halloween. And we'll talk to you back here Monday morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.